Welcome to Cat Chat, brought to you by Dr. Elsie's, the wonderful private company owned by Dr. Elsie, a feline-only veterinarian whose personal mission is to formulate litters that keep cats using the litter box, which keeps them in their loving homes. I'm Tracy Hotchner, the author of The Cat Bible, Everything Your Cat Expects You to Know. My mission is to entertain, educate, and inspire cat lovers like you to give their kitty cats the best possible life in nutrition, affection, and environmental enrichment. With Dr. Elsie's support, the Cat Chat Show brings you interviews with cat authors and experts, some old favorites, some new conversations, so you can better understand and appreciate your own feline family members. Dr. Elsie's is also the founding and continuing sponsor of my New York Cat Film Festival, short films from around the world that celebrate the kitty cat, which will be back in theaters starting on Global Cat Day, October 16th, around the country, and will travel nationwide through 2022. Meantime, thanks to Dr. Elsie's, you can now see streaming versions of earlier festivals for free on Tubi TV. I am really excited to see for the second time, or to get to talk to, actually, I saw him for the first time, the filmmaker Karim Gornima from Houston, Texas, who made one of the most amazing films in this year's Cat Film Festival. It's called Nauticats, as in nautical, but Nauticats 2020. And so I got to see him and some of his extended family. They came all the way to New York for the premiere, which was exciting for them, but more exciting for me to have real-life filmmakers come to see their films. Why I'm so glad to get to talk to you, Kareem, because it was a little a little crazy that day, is to find out how you do the magic you do. I don't even know how to describe what Nauticats is. It's not animation. It's not claymation. What is it? It's so amazing. When you first submitted the film, I was like, this is what the film festival exists for. This kind of creativity, this kind of verve, this kind of cat love in a way you have never imagined it before. So congratulations on your artistry, and thank you for being here to explain it to us. Oh, thank you so much, uh, Tracy, and, and thank you for having us. And, and thank you so much for uh, inviting us to the festival. It was an absolutely wonderful experience. Well, it was very, uh, it was very good and brave of you to come, multiples of you. You know, it's still COVID, and it was COVID travel. I mean, New York has handled it very very well with vaccination requirements and masks, but it's still, it's no small trek, even even without COVID, to come from Houston. So thank you for coming. It really, it makes it so much more real for everybody that these humans that make this magic are really people with with separate lives. And it's just, it's it really is the Wizard of Oz. Your, your film reminds me of that feeling of there's a wizard behind yeah. the curtain. What, did, how did he do oh, this? That's uh, it's um, it is actually like a two dimensional two uh, D animation. Uh, think of it as puppets. You know, they they're um, they're images of of our cats and uh, other just clippings. You know, from from the web, and um, and we just piece them all together um, and um, and do the animation in uh, in software. Uh, I'm sorry. Um, it is not all... like what I think of animation. Now, I, you know, I grew yeah. up with, with Cinderella, the original Cinderella or Pinocchio, because that's old-fashioned animation. Then there's new groovy, hip, you know, SpongeBob or those guys on Beavis and Butthead. I think of that as animation. These are characters. They have the face of real cats, but they're wearing clothes. They look like 
like they're yeah. photographed. They're wearing clothes walking through the bazaar in Egypt. I'm like, they, it's not. If if people heard animation, they they wouldn't be able to conceptualize this. It's, it's is it photoshopping? What is it? It, it, it is mostly Photoshop uh, in the beginning of the process. Um, uh, I'll, I'll take, uh, I'll, like I said, images of our cats, um, and then scenes from our travels, pictures that we, and, that we have, oh. and and, uh, and I, I, I kind of cut them up um, so that uh, you know th- they act as like like paper cutouts. Uh, you know, when you're kids, you you play with the ones, and you, you can change the clothes on them. It's, it's exactly the same concept, uh, except in a digital format. Well, and, uh, I, you know, it, it's really hard for words to describe. You know, a picture is worth a thousand words. There's no, I, I can't even describe it except for to say that everybody adored the film. They, everyone loved um, the Cat Film Festival. It traveled around, you know, all all over the country. The last showing of 2020, 2021 we're in. Your films are called Nauticats 2020, so I forgot what year we were in. It's going to be in Prince Edward Island in Canada. They're going to be showing the Cat Film Festival wow. and the Dog Film Festival for three days each right after Christmas. So those lucky people will get to see it. And then starting in 2020, it'll travel around in the U.S. I I, I don't understand. You have a whole channel of Nauticats. I want to put a, I'm going to put a link to it. I'm going to blog about this because there's no, even if you've been to the Cat Film Festival, if you were lucky enough, you only got a little taste of it. It's a whole series that you've done. How did this idea That's come correct. to you? Uh, it was very much a product of the pandemic and the quarantine. And, um, you know, I, I mean, I'm a, I'm a visual artist um, originally, and, and I do mostly paintings, pretty traditional landscape and portraiture and stuff. Wow. And, um, you know, we were up, my, um, my wife and I and our cats were, um, <laughs> you know, locked down like everybody else. And, you know. And, uh, you know, we live in a, a small uh, bungalow in, in Houston. And, and so we were hunkered down, you know, and, they, and it was, it was uh, you know, like everybody, it was finding something to do. Yes. Uh, and, uh, and, I, and I had this idea for um, originally it started as like a, a very short animated loop. And, um, and, and as I started to develop it, it, it kind of blossomed from there. And then five episodes later, uh, we're in the New York uh, uh, Cat Film Festival. But it five was, episodes. Uh, I mean, if people go online <laughs> to Nauticast 2020, your YouTube channel, there's a whole. it's a whole series. It's stories. And you say they're images of your cats, but it's just your cat's heads. But then they're dressed correct. like sailors <laughs> and like a spy. I mean, the, and they look like like upright cats, like they're like they're uprights. And they're wearing nautical outfits. It's so fabulous. Yeah. And the whole time that you're watching, you're thinking, what am I looking at? It's like a whole new visual way of seeing moving images. And it's interesting that you are a fine artist, which I didn't know, actually. I thought you were going to be more of like Mr. Pixel kind of guy, you know, like totally wow. so into the tech that you knew how to make magic happen, you know, backwards sort of from the way old-fashioned people look at look at something visual but you paint on canvases traditional images that's right that's right and um um but my day job is uh i work in museums i've always uh, done design production of uh, museum exhibits oh. and uh part of that one component of that 
is uh, dealing with um, video, digital uh, content, uh, usually from other artists. Usually I'm taking other artists' work and preparing it for exhibition. And uh, so I'm familiar with uh, the technology and, and, uh, and, and uh, the, the process. And uh, like I say, yeah, I've always been a very traditional artist myself and, and have never really done anything digitally. But like I say, we were locked in the house and, you know, you couldn't go out to get materials. And, How and, uh, interesting. And make do with what, with what was available. And, and, and the, uh, the imagery that was, you know, most prominent was the cats. They were, they were so excited that we were here. And like I said, <laughs> our house is tiny, so we were, we were on top of each other. Uh, you know, you, you couldn't help but be inspired by them. That is so cool because to think that you had a costume department, which was the whole internet, you could find yeah, costumes exactly. for these cats. And it, it's <laughs> kind of wild, you know, you think of old fashioned filmmaking and there's the costume department at MGM. And wow, that's really Judy Garland's dress. Although, of course, that's been sold by now many times over. But they're in these elaborate costumes and, and, I love the the guy who's the sailor with a patch over his eye, the cat. How do you put a patch on a cat's eye so he looks like oh, a yeah. rakish, <laughs> you know, kind of spy extraordinaire? How do you do that? Uh, he, he was a supervillain in uh, in the last episode. He, he becomes their, their arch nemesis, and uh, it, it was uh, it was actually a, a combination of images: an eye patch. Uh, a different strap, you know, the little bits of, wow. of, of the overall image came from, from many different sources. And, uh, um, and, and actually to me, that's uh, being a, a painter, you know, working with two dimensional static object uh, imagery. Um, that part of it actually is, is, was the most fun for me. Like I'll lay everything out in a, in a, in a scene um, and then do the animation afterwards. Um, as the story kind of develops in my head based on, you know, looking at the scene and, and having a good chuckle to myself, you know, and, and kind of imagining the scenario, uh, where, how the cats would, uh, would act and, and, and uh, how they interact and talk with each other. And most of the stories are, um, uh, I'm very, I, I love uh, spy genre science fiction. I grew yes. up on a lot of that. Um, and so, you know, they're very formulaic and, and but you know, you, you can, you can take a, uh, you, your your typical spy drama um, uh, storyline, and you, know, you put cats in it, and it's hilarious. <laughs> it's uh, completely <laughs> hilarious, and doesn't seem for, it doesn't seem formulaic at all because it's the cat doing it. It's a cat talking about it. The cat meeting at the Kasbah. You know, I'll meet you at the Kasbah. Did this, has this had an influence on your fine art as an artist? Because this is obviously. It was done on a lark and for fun, but it's artistry at its at its best. It's it's extremely accomplished and infinitesimally textured and and real. It seems real. It's like how did that cat walk on two legs? Has this affected the way you want to make art going forward? Um, I think so, and it's very much an extension of the themes and um aesthetic of my of my paintings um a, a lot of that um a lot of the work is uh, uh you know inspired by my personal um past and um uh, you know my my where my folks are from and um which is uh, where kareem oh uh, so so uh so my dad is egyptian 
um, and uh, my mother's Dutch. I was actually born in Holland. We emigrated to the States in the, in the early 70s. Wow. Um, and all of that imagery, you know, so I'm, I'm very much, uh, I, I, I have a lot of influence from a lot of different cultures, and um, that's always been in my painting uh, to begin with. And now it's, it's, it's found its way into this work, this body of work, uh, but the uh, the um, the being able to have a, a a sense of time and um, has really you know, and a story to develop a story has has really uh, taken over uh, the uh, the process. It's it's uh, it's or it's really expanded the process because a painter doesn't usually think of a whole storyline. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, there's there's a story there, but it's you know it's a moment in time. Whereas uh, the, the movies and and films and TV, it's you know it's 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 time based, and it, right. you tell a whole story, a beginning, a middle, and an end. Which which your exactly. Nautic has yeah. 2020. Oh, so that's why it's called 2020. I thought, well, there'll be a 2021, but it's because you were locked down. This was you locked was. down in your bungalow. When you say bungalow, exactly. do you mean yeah. it's just a tiny house? What does it mean to live in a bungalow in Houston? I don't know Texas well enough or Houston well enough to know, but is that code for something? Is that a certain uh, area? Is that a certain lifestyle? Well, we live in a, um, a historic, it's, it's called the Historic Heights. Oh, um, nice. One of the oldest neighborhoods in Houston. Our, our house was built in 1920. Ooh. And, um, uh, you know, it's, it's kind of a... a it's maybe a thousand square foot. It's, you know, it's pretty small compared to Houston. Most, you know, it's, right. It's, Mega mansions. Right. Yeah. Yeah. The, you know, uh, general things are a little bit bigger and, and uh, it's, it's cozy. It's very, very cozy. So this is, this, this does harken back to the days before Texas where everything was bigger. There must have a time in the twenties yeah. when, yeah. when things were more human sized or, or human rel- sort of relative to, to what people really need as opposed to what they wind up thinking they want it obviously was a great incubator for your imagination and for your creativity is there something that you want to come out of nauticats 2020 i mean one thing that comes out of it is appreciation of cats their sense of humor their personality that all comes through but is there something more now that the worst of the lockdown we hope stays behind us um we don't know day to day right what's what's going to be coming but is there something that you want to bring forward from that time into are you going to put cats into your into your paintings more oh perhaps yeah i mean there are cats in some of my paintings already oh uh, no and wonder not just, uh, cat portraiture uh that uh, that i've done uh, commissioned portraitures of other people's cats um oh you have oh well, we could definitely we must plug that so if somebody oh, sends oh, yeah. you well, photos of their cat, you will do portraits of them. Most people, at the most, do portraits of dogs. Cats are difficult. Cats are difficult. Yeah, uh, uh, but uh, um, I feel like I can really capture the uh, the essence of the the cats that uh, that we've we've painted. I would love it if you would send me some of those images and I'll put them with my blog because I do think that cats and cat owners we know are the under the underrepresented pets and companions of our of our civilization and people get portraits of their dogs sometimes I mean there yeah, was a great yeah. portraitist in, in East Hampton who did a bunch of my dogs I paid her for it I just want to say no freebies yeah. to artists artists must be paid <laughs> but 
to, to capture Catswell is not easy and a great gift if anybody wants to give a gift to someone they know who adores their cat or even a cat who's passed away. If you still have a, a good photo of them, what a great testament, right, to the cat to get Absolutely. an original yeah. oil by the Nauta Cats 2020 creator. <laughs> well, Kareem, I think it's it's great. I hope you're going to keep making more episodes, although the world has opened up somewhat, so you're not quite as trapped. But I hope you keep adding more to it. And it becomes a whole channel where people can just go there and revel in seeing cats in a completely new way, in a completely new light. I think you've you've done something so original that for once I really was stumped for words on how to describe it. So the only thing I can do is to send a link and people have to see for themselves and and know that, that next year in 2020, the, the America and Canada will be, lots of people will be enjoying Nauticats 2020. Thank you so much for your beautiful artistry and for your love of cats in particular. Well, thank you so much, Tracy, and, and thanks for having us. Uh, we, we will be um, uh, releasing season two of Ooh. Naughty Cats uh, next, next month, as a Excellent. matter of fact. Excellent. Excellent. Okay, and, good. Uh, so we're going to all be on the cutting edge. We'll be your, we'll be your first audience. Yeah, yeah, that's going to be fantastic. Wonderful. Thank you so much, Kareem. You take care. Thank you so much, Tracy. Thanks for listening. I hope this conversation has deepened your understanding and affection for cats everywhere. It's been brought to you by Dr. Elsie's, which has broken new ground by creating a healthy, dry, and canned food for kitties called Clean Protein, which is inspired by the protein levels found in a cat's natural prey. I recommend that wet food should always be your cat's primary diet, but clean protein is the first dry cat food I believe can be a healthy choice if you want to feed dry food, even as part of your kitty's diet.